1: Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, and today is brought to you by Haney University. Getting better at golf is what I am into, helping people getting better at golf, and you can do it by going to HaneyUniversity.com. You can find some great deals on there, but the most important deal is to register for my free instructional videos. I've been Hard at work filming more of them, so there will be more going out in short order. Uh, You can also find all the information if you want to take a private golf lesson from me because I am back teaching starting in November. So there you go at HaneyUniversity.com. So go there and check it out. All right. Big golf news this last week. Rory McIlroy wins again back in the news. Floodgates open. Of course, anytime Rory wins it's a big thing. He won the CJ Cup at uh the beautiful Summit in Las Vegas, which is a Discovery Land property. One of my uh Good friends. Mike Melbourne owns Discovery Land, and he's got incredible properties that I have been lucky enough to be members at, like uh, El Dorado and Cabo San Lucas, uh, Gaza Ranch up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, uh, Vaquero in Texas. Uh, All of those courses I have uh, actually had houses at, and I love Discovery Land, and the Summit is one of their places, and it is like Off the charts. The golf course looks uh, phenomenal. Tommy Armour's out there. My friend Tommy Armour is involved in the real estate sales out there and has told me how great it is. Mark O'Meara is a member out there and told me how great it is. I haven't actually have not been there yet, but the CJ Cup is a limited field event. I want to I want to touch on that first. Okay, not that that it's a it's a great event. I mean, and it's a you know, good field, a lot of top players. You know, I mean, they're out there. There's not no, no two ways about that. I mean, not everybody was there, but it was a, it was a very representative field. But the, but let me explain. It is easier to win a short field event. It just is. I mean, I, I coached on tour for you know thirty years, thirty something years. I don't know, thirty five years, whatever, uh, and. <laughs> It's just easier to win a short. Field. Now, I'm not taking anything away from it. It's hard to win on the PGA Tour. You know, everybody tells you that all the time. But it's easier to win a short field event. Now, I'm, this was not the Tour Championship where where you, you had 30 people, so you got 29 people to beat. But there's like 77 people at at the uh, CJ Cup. It's easier. They're like WGC events, good field. A lot of prestige. Maybe you could say there's a little more pressure. There's no more pressure at the CJ Cup, but 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 I'm just using the limited field uh, as an example. But when there's no cut and it's a smaller field, I mean it's easier to win. It it just is. I mean that's just a that's just a fact. Now I'm not I'm not saying that you know winning the CJ Cup isn't as good. Or better than winning, whatever. Pick a tournament on tour. There's enough of them; uh, they're all the time, you know. And half of them got, you know, really bad fields. I mean, like they're, you know, one step up from a a, a buy dot com or whatever they 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 call that. You know, their 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 other tour. I mean, it's it it, it uh, corn fairy whatever that thing is. Uh, one step up is sometimes, but. But the CJ Cup's a, a good tournament. I, it just the, the point I want to make is is when I was with Tiger Woods for six years, whenever he would play in a tournament with no cut and a short field event, I always felt like the odds are even higher that he was going to win. that's my only point now, obviously, if you got a better field, then it makes it harder, but you know, a, a full field and Tough field is one thing. Full field, tough field, major championship is another thing because you got the pressure because you really got something to, that you're winning for, and and then you know, full field, pretty good field. I, I don't I don't I don't know what's easier: full field, pretty good field, or uh, no cut. You know. Decent field, better than decent field, CJ Cup field. Anyway, it's, it's, there's levels of tournaments and short field events. Just remember that short field events are easier to, easier to win. Okay, that's just that's my point. Now, uh, McElroy wins shooting 25 under par. Everybody has a formula for winning. Now, when Tiger was dominating the tour, like the likes of which have never been seen before and will never be seen again. He had multiple ways to win. He could ball strike his way around and win a tournament. He could short game and putt his way around if his ball striking wasn't that great, and he could win a tournament. Uh, One thing that was very typical of his formula was is that He would eat up the par fives. So I always thought, okay, you know, he's going to hit three par... If there's four par fives, he's going to hit three of them in two. So he's three under. He's going to stiff it once or twice, you know, where he's just not going to miss. Okay, now he's five under. Uh, He's going to drain a putt somewhere. Okay, he's six under. And then it just boils down to... You know, does he get it up and in every time and shoot six under? Does he get it up and in, you know, two out of four and shoot, uh, you know, four under? Does he get it up and in three out of four and shoot five under? And, and, and you know, add that up in four rounds and, you know, it's just he's going to win. And he did over 50% of the time when I helped him. But a big part of his formula was the par five. That's Roy McElroy's formula, too, is the par fives. Yeah, Roy McElroy was 15 under par on the par fives. Now, he made a triple bogey. You know, how I always talk about, you, you know, you got to eliminate penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. He had a triple bogey in the first round. Now, he only made two other bogeys for the week. So you take a triple, that's the equivalent of three bogeys. But that would be five bogeys for a week. That'd be, you know, barely more than, you know, one and a quarter a day. And that's not many. But he made three Eagles. Because, like I've said many, many times, there are no par fives for Dustin Johnson and Roy McElroy and Bryson D. and you know they, these guys that just bomb it out there. There's no par fives. So so they're playing. A par 68 golf course. For all intents and purposes, you know, four under, if there's four par fives, four under par round, these long hitters are 16 under par before the week starts. All right. Okay. Roy McCroy is 15 under par in the par fives. 15 under par, which is one worse than, you know, when I, give you the the example that they're sixteen under before the tournament starts, so he's fifteen under fifteen under on the par fives but he shoots twenty five under he played the 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 other holes you know the the other uh what was it fifty six holes he plays those in ten under that formula you know works. But it doesn't work well if there's only two par fives. It doesn't work as good if there's only three par fives. It doesn't work as good if there's a 600-something-yard par five that you can't reach. This golf course had par five. This is a Fazio course, and Fazio builds great members' clubs, but they're not—they're not to be confused with hard tournament courses. I mean, they're just not. And I don't—I don't know what his hardest course would. be would be but they're just all great members courses very playable i don't find them easy but for these guys they're easy okay so mcelroy wins and of course everybody wants to you know talk about you know the, the floodgates are going to open and, and he's talks talks about it too you know he he was 15th in the world going into this event at the cj cup and he wins and now he's he's eighth in the world and he's talking about, you know, he used to be number one and he's number one, uh, you know, July of 2020. And then, you know, he, you know, that was before the pandemic, like, like, what, what, what is, what does that have to do with anything? Like it's amazing how the you know the pandemic is an excuse for everything. It's definitely an excuse for businesses for sure. It's an excuse for not being like you know you, you can't find anything. Like I'm building this or you know remodeling our house, you can't find stuff. It's because of the pa- pandemic. You know you can't get any workers because of the pandemic. You can't get you know uh, this. It's a pandemic. Everything's you know just blame just just it's a catch all. Just blame it. On. So Rory. Well, you know, I was listening to his press conference. Like he talked about, well, you know, we, before the pandemic, I don't know, maybe, did he have COVID? Okay, maybe he did, but I, I don't, I don't remember him being on his deathbed. I mean, I it, you know, I had COVID, but I mean, it's you know, it's a, it's a it's it's a ten days, it's a two weeks, it's not good. I'm not saying it is. You don't go from eight, you know, he, he went from first to to fifteenth because of the cause of the pandemic. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, like, and, and and it, you know, then you know what? It wasn't as up for playing in, with the. People no no fans. I uh, didn't play as good. I mean, I, no, no. Sorry, I, I, I'm not I'm not not buying that. I buy statistics, so I look at the statistics. 2010 or two. I'm sorry, 2021. The stats. Uh, 2021 tenth in strokes game, T to green. That's one of the highest-rating seasons. That's not bad, though. 10th is still good. He was 6th in 2020, but it, he's, you know, he's always top 10. He's barely top 10 last year. Putting, 66. That's actually a good year for Roy McIlroy. 66 was uh, 2021 statistics. He was 122nd in 2020. He was 24th in 2019. He was uh, 97th in uh, 2018, 159th in 2017, 139th in 2016. So I mean, it, it just you know that's kind of where he is. Last year was actually a, a, a better better putting year. Pretty much fueled by the fact that he was number one in putting at Wells Fargo when he won. See, this is the second one he's had in a calendar year. He won for Wells Fargo too, which he's got a great record at Wells Fargo. That's a course that he just he just always does good at. Horses for courses. You know, everybody sees that. Everybody knows that. Uh, one of them is 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 the Wells Fargo. But but this this last tournament at the Summit. He said he liked the greens. He said less for him to worry about because there's no grain. There's they're they bent grass greens. They're no they're not Bermuda grass greens. It's just pretty much what you see is what you get. You know when you're playing Florida or, in a bank, or Bermuda greens, you got to factor in the grain and the slope and everything else. It's a little harder to do. So that uh, that that's a, a a factor that he he talked about. Made it uh, really. good. But this this is unusual. When somebody's shooting twenty five under par and. They're seventeenth and strokes gained T to green. But see, he was second off the tee. So you're second off the tee. that allows you to eat up the par fives. He's fifteen under the par fives. So there you go. That's how he uh he 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 wins it. He's the thirty ninth player to win twenty uh, events on the PJ Tour. Thirty ninth. Um tied Greg Norman for the Greg Norman's uh, another one is won the, the thirty. He's 32 years old, or he, he won won 20 events, 20 events. But he's 32 years old. Tiger did that at 24 years old. <laughs> There'll never be another Tiger Woods, never. There just won't. There just won't be. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, it's 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 amazing. I want to go through some of my thoughts on where Roy McIlroy is yeah. and where he 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 goes. Uh, goes from here we'll do that when uh when we we come back um, remember the free voodoo offer if you haven't taken me up on it my voodoo pain relief cream is my tremendous product that people absolutely love who try it and you can try it for free we get a free two-week supply so go and check it out at voodoo painrelief.com and your arthritis will feel much 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 better much better absolutely guaranteed well it's better than guaranteed it's free so you can try a free two-week supply and find out for yourself.
2: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast.
3: We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room.
2: We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television
1: I'm reading this article online, and it talked about how Roy McRoy hadn't won for one year, six months, and six days before he won at Wells Fargo. That is a long time not winning for somebody that talented, I can tell you that much. And then he goes five months, and he wins the CJ Cup. That ends up making his year pretty pretty good. Now, what he was doing playing at the CJ Cup, who knows? Because he talked about how... At the Ryder Cup, you know, he didn't play on Saturday in the four ball, uh, or in the f- a foursomes, the alternate. But they played in the afternoon four ball, and he, you know, he, he lost, and he was off to a terrible, you know, start. And then he, he, he said, he said that night, says so Saturday night, at the Ryder Cup. I didn't want to see golf again until 2022. How many times has he said something like that in his career? I mean, how many times has he had to push the reset button? This is one of the things. As talented as Rory McIlroy is, and he's incredibly talented, Rory McElroy, he's won four majors. He's 32 years old. He's never won the Masters. He's won the other ones. He's won 20 events on the PGA. He's won like eight international events which is kind of remarkable. But he's just played over here mostly. Uh, he's a, a surefire Hall of Famer. But how many times has he had to have a, like, a reset? How many times has he said in his career, like, I, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to be there or, or, you know, I didn't want to see golf again until 2022. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, that's a, like when you look at, that's like a red flag deal. To to me, I mean, McElroy's a great player. There's no doubt about. it. I, I first heard about Rory McIlroy from Mark O'Mara. Mark O'Mara met him over in Ireland because Mark would go over there every year, and uh, before the uh, Open, Chain, he met Rory McIlroy. He said, "This kid is a great. He's incredibly talented, and you know what a nice." kid, and he is a really nice kid. Nice family, the whole thing. You know, Mark loves those kind of guys. I mean, that's his deal. I remember when he told Tiger about Roy. He said, Tiger, oh, I met this kid, Roy McRoy. This kid's such a... This kid's so talented. This kid's like as talented as you were when you are maybe more talented. You know, when you first came out, you know, of course, like, I don't know what Mark was th- thinking. He was kind of reacting he was going to get out of Tiger. You told him, I remember, I remember when he asked Tiger, he said, you know, I think you could play, you know, would you, pl- you play? you uh, want to play, you know, practice round with him at Augusta? And like... <laughs> Tiger Woods ain't playing no practice round with Roy Macroy. You tell him how talented this kid is? Like Mark goes in this whole song and dance, and this kid's the most talented kid I've ever seen. And you wanna play play a practice round with him? What so he can pick your brain? Why why would you do why would Tiger Woods do that? This is where this is where Mark didn't get it. You didn't need it. Tiger, Tiger didn't want anything. Tiger wouldn't even call the guy back. Are you kidding me? Now it's different. Now they're friends or whatever. But that's just the that that's the winner's mentality. It was just it was just it. But but McElroy's different. I met Roy McElroy when when I was over in Ireland for uh, J.P. McManus's golf tournament. I remember meeting him. at uh, I can remember it was like at the. Uh, Dare Manor, that's where they're, you know, that's uh, J.P. McManus owns that. But I remember at the, 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 the party before the, uh, the the Pro-Am thing started that I was at, J.P. M- McManus Pro-Am, met Roy. I thought, man, this kid is so nice. Whoa, man. You know, and I, right then I thought to myself, you know what? I, I don't care how talented he is. He's just almost too nice. He's almost too nice a kid. That's what I thought. That was my first reaction because you know, I mean I was used to Tiger, you know. He you know. I mean that's just uh, some of these these great uh, individual, you know, athletes. You know, not, I'm not saying all of them. I mean Gretzky's in you know, a team sport. He was a great, you know. Michael Phelps, individual athlete. You know, for the most part, you know, really nice guy. Michael Phelps, really nice. But most of the great ones, I mean, they're a little they're a little tough to be honest with. You. I just didn't I didn't see that in way when I first met him. I thought, nah. I don't think so. I would, you think Rory McIlroy goes down as, as like, so far in his career. Is he an overachiever, underachiever, or just about right? I don't know. What would you say? I'd have to say, if I was going to, like, put up my money right now and say, well, how is he going to end his career, what would you view him as? I mean, he's su- supremely talented. So, I mean, it's it's hard to live up to that. I get it. But I think so far... I'd have to look at Rory McIlroy and say that he he's been an underachiever, and some of it is there's just something you know. There's this, this you know I, I I didn't want to see golf again until 2022. It's just that's what it sounds like, for, you know, from him. Anyway, that was just that uh, was just one of my thoughts. So I'm reading this article, and it talked about. You know, Rory McIlroy, over the last year, we've seen McIlroy make changes, make changes in his swing, highlighted by his pursuit for more distance after uh, Bryson DeChambeau won at wing. But that was a bunch of crap. Rory McIlroy didn't do anything. He didn't try to change his. That's just like a convenient story. They always got to blame it on something. You know, I'm uh, uh, changing my swing. The, the, the media, the golf media, all the idiots in the golf media who don't know anything. Uh, the idiot idiots in the golf media will get on you if you're playing bad, but all you got to do, if you, if you ever say you're injured, they give, they give you, they give you slack. And the other thing they give you slack for, for whatever reason, they've been trained over the years to, to do this. Like Tiger trained them on this. Okay. And, and they, they don't know, you know, their ass from a, from, from, uh, you know, a, a hole in the ground. They fall for this every time when, uh, Somebody in golf says, "I'm, you know, working on some swing changes." You know, then they immediately, "Well, well you got it's 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 going to take them a little time." They they, they cut everybody slack except they, <laughs> except except when Tiger was changing his swing with me, they didn't cut him any slack. But anyway, uh, every, everybody else, they give them slack. You know they give them slack, so they'll say, "Oh, oh, well, oh, he's changing his swing." You know, and then they, then they, they, it's like you know, oh, you get as much time as you want while oh, you're changing your swing. See, remember back in March when Roy McIlroy started working with uh, Pete Cowan. Pete Cowan's a, a great uh, a teacher from Europe. works Works with, works and has worked with a lot of a lot of great players. Anyway, I always I thought that was a stupid thing, like like I thought that is really dumb. Like like, Roy McIlroy's had a coach, Michael Bannon, for for uh, forever. So this is his lifelong coach. And all of a sudden, he's, you know, he's, he's not playing good. And then he starts, you know, you can hear that these guys all do the same thing. See, they, they, they go, uh, you know, ah, I'm, I'm lost. Okay. And as soon as they say they're lost, the idiots in the golf media pounce on it, just pounce. Oh, you know what? I think he's going to get a new teacher. First off, Roy McElroy's not fucking lost. Okay. He's taken lessons from Michael Bannon for his whole life. So how is he lost? Like, where is he lost to? Okay? Where is he confused to? Michael Bannon didn't all of a sudden start teaching. That was a bunch of crock. That's all that was. That was nothing. That was a bunch of crap. That was nothing. Uh, you know, but but the but the 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 golf media pounces on it. You know, and they oh man, look he's getting you know what he might be making this he might be making a coaching change. They just say they're lost. You know, it's kind of like when a when when the media says uh, you know this coach has lost the team. As soon as they say that, then the media starts going. You know, every sport baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is. Oh, he's lost the team. It's a, it's a, in golf. It's it's the players saying he's lost and as soon as they say that then they just start working it the media does anyway this Michael Bannon got you know kicked to the curb which I thought was a stupid stupid mistake and then they and I'm not saying Pete Cowen's not a good instructor he is but anyway then they said Cowan came in and he was going to work with Rory McIlroy and this. so anyway now uh it it turns out that uh you know, that didn't work out so good. He didn't, he didn't do any good macro, you know, cause, cause see McElroy usually does good with a coach right when he first starts. With I'm only referring to like what he's done with putting instructors where he did what Dave Stockton, he did great right when he first started working with him. And then for whatever reason, didn't work with him. And he did great on the putting with, uh, you know, that year that I, I, I talked about where he finished, uh, whatever in, uh, in putting, he had uh, what was it, twenty fourth and two. See, that's when he worked with the the uh, putting whisper, Brad uh, Brad Faxon. He worked with him, and it, it usually happens right away for Roy. So when it didn't happen right away for Pete with uh, Roy and Pete Cowan, you know, I, I thought, oh, this this is not a good sign. You know, this is not a good sign. But anyway, so now I understand at least from this article, it says well, he's he's back with Michael Ben, which is where he should have been the whole time. Okay. Uh, but he went back to him after the uh, conclusion of the Ryder Cup. So, see, this is what happens. These guys start bouncing around. Now, McElroy is where he needs to be right now. Michael Bannon, his lifelong coach. Just don't mess with him. You know what? He's got a great swing. He hits the ball great. He's an incredibly talented player. Uh, nobody knows him like Michael Bannon. Nobody knows his swing like Michael Bannon. And that's where he needs to be, period. Okay, so now he's back with them after the Ryder Cup, which was a disaster. Even though he won his singles match on Sunday, but the Ryder Cup was a disaster. So anyway, um, they're talking about this article: a confident Rory McIlroy is a scary sight for the rest of the PJ Tour. No, it isn't. I don't. I don't think so because I don't think anybody's too worried about. They're scared about Rory McIlroy to be. Honest. They all know how talented he is. They all know how talented he is. But you know what he did when he won the CJ Cup? He finished first for the week in putting. You know what he did when he won at Wells Fargo? He finished first for the week in putting. Now, Roy McIlroy is a career, a career mediocre to below average putter. Uh, His best year, 2019, he was 24th. That's very good, actually. He was 40-something in uh, 2014, and he's 66th in 2021. 122nd, 97th, 159th, 139th. How many times do you think a putter on the PJ Tour that has those kind of statistics for strokes gained putting, how many times do they finish top 10 in putting? How many times do they finish first in strokes gained putting in a tournament? When you're the hundred and twenty second ranked putter on the PJ Tour. Let me I'll answer that question. Is little or none or never. He's done it twice in the la- in the, the last calendar year. In the last five and a half months, twice he has been the top putter for the week. You know how many players could win if they were the top putter for the week twice? I mean, Rob would win every time. If Rom's top putter for the week, forget about it. He's going to win. If Dustin Johnson's top putter for the week, forget about it. He's going to win. If Justin Thomas's top putter for the week, forget about it. He's going to win. Uh, Colin Morikawa does the same thing. Top putter for the week, he's going to win. Period. And this doesn't have anything to do with his coach. This doesn't have anything to do with his Michael Bannon. This has to do with the fact that he, he had 15 under par on par fives because every one of them was reachable and he drove it straight. So, so he had a chance to get these holes in two. And, and you know, on top of the, 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 the par fives, he, he finished first in putting. That's the whole thing. Now, why, like, oh, man, he's going to, you know what, uh, look out, here comes the Masters. Here comes the Masters. He's a career mediocre putter who's had two tournaments in the last five months where he finished first in putting. Now, what are the odds that on the toughest greens in the tournament with the absolute most pressure, Augusta and the masters that he's gonna he's gonna have his third week third in the last whatever how many months to to augusta you know I mean five months six months whatever in the last year let's just say in the last year when the masters rolled around then we'll go back a year back you go back in the last year he you're gonna tell me that. He's going to finish top 10 again, like three times in a year? No. No. That's not going to happen. You know, he may win the, the uh, you know, whatever he plays in next. I don't know. He may win that. He may win another one. He may win the Masters. And then, you know, a win in the Masters, and he could be back to number one. I, I just don't see it. I really don't and cuz i think what's going to happen is is i think this this whole new you know uh equipment uh stuff i mean the 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 whole new uh you know s- s- switch to this switch to that all that stuff you, you you know you talk about uh it it's you know what it 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 just doesn't it works for a little while and then that's it, you know, or, you know, you, you, you switch to this, you switch to that. But, but can you keep it going? Can, can you keep it going? And the statistics say otherwise. I think he's destined to just kind of keep doing what he's doing right now. Like the rest of his career? What do I I mean, based on what I see, you know, how many more times he's thirty two years old. How many more times is he gonna feel like I didn't even wanna I, I didn't wanna even see golf for the rest of the year? How many more times is that gonna happen? It's it's gonna be more than uh more than zero. Let me just put it that way. Okay, thirty-two years old though, plenty of long career, long career. Right, he goes out of his way to tell you though that 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 golf's not the most important thing for him. It's another way to deflect. See, deflect, deflect, deflect the pressure, deflect the pressure. Said so he found out about himself at the CJ at the at the Ryder Cup in the last last round of the Ryder Cup that he just didn't need to be perfect. That he didn't uh, just needed to go out and. You know, kind of just let it be, let it play, let it you know let it play, or tell you know he'll and then he'll tell you, well, you know there's more important things than golf what well, well, that's a, well why, why, why does somebody say something like that why, why do they say that? I mean, isn't that a given? Does't everybody know that i mean is there is there is there anybody on tour that thinks that golf is the most important thing in that person's life? I mean, like, really, like everybody's got a big life. They got family. They, you know, they got kids. They got, you know, mothers and fathers. They've got, you know, they uh, well, they got a lot of things in in the in life. Do you have to say that you know there's more important things in golf? I mean, is, isn't that a given? What does that mean? Why why does somebody say that? I don't understand. What what because I, I oh I thought you were just live, die, and breathe golf. Nobody does that. This is about hitting fairways and hitting greens and making putts. That's what it's about, keeping the ball in play, not taking penalty strokes. But the the reality of it is, is that, yeah, yeah, no doubt. If Rory finishes first in putting like three times a year, he's gonna do great. But that's not gonna happen. That's he's he's he in the last five and a half months he's he's blitzed it. Finished first in putting for those two weeks, that's not going to happen again. There, there, I, I'll just tell you what's what could happen again. He could win, for sure. He could win any term, for sure. But I can promise you, in the next five and a half months, just like it happened in the last five and a half, Roy Mack will, will not finish first in putting for the week two more times. It's not going to and that's what he did in the two tournaments he won by a shot, a shot. Yeah, no, no, that's that's not that's not a formula for floodgates. I can tell you tell you that much. Great player, uh, surefire Hall of Famer, but that's not a formula for floodgates. So. Uh just, just uh, remember that when you read all these articles. Anyway. anyway, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the analysis. Uh, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app so you get the podcast every day. Go to HaneyUniversity.com. Check out all the information about my upcoming availability for lessons. And go to VoodooPainRelief.com to get your free Voodoo Pain Relief. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Kinney Podcast. The Hank Haney podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.